Hi there, it's Dee, and we're going to have another vlog. Today, I want to talk to you about the what I'm calling the abyss between success and winning. So fun fact, if you look up the meaning of winning, you'll find some variation of success. However, if you look up success, you will not find winning. Rather, you'll see ideas about overcoming, achieving goals, that sort of thing. I find this very interesting. Think about this idea for a moment. How many times have you equated your success with winning? And by the same token, how many times have you won and felt successful? Now consider the times you've won, but you didn't feel successful. Therein lies the rub. Maybe you haven't had personal experience with this. Maybe you've just witnessed it in others' lives. Doesn't matter. The point still stands. The idea at its heart is simple. Success is subjective. Winning is subjective. When you win, you're, you've set up a competitive situation or someone else has. And when you win, you've somehow trumped the competition, whether it's speed, beauty, eloquence, marks, design, value, or anything else that humans ascribe worth to. Just things like Survivor or The Bachelor, right? Completely arbitrary in many, many cases. But many times the judging is in and of itself subjective, right? It, it's true. But the crux of that is that someone else decides. And that's where the whole winning success thing kind of starts to unfold. So success is at its heart idiosyncratic. And by that, I mean, well, I'll give you an example. When you get up on time, success. When you get up at all, success. It just depends on the person. And the same goes for life in general. I know we have a current saying, winning at life. And, and I do love that one, by the way. But I would argue that what we really mean is succeeding at the elements of life and lifestyle that we associate with advancing our bottom line, whatever that may be. Now, this is arguably less catchy, but it's also more accurate. So why am I thinking about this right now? There's a couple of reasons. If you've been following my work, you know that I've gone through some big changes. So I'm going to kind of take us back a little bit. So thanks to our friend COVID-19, this is last year now I'm talking about, none of the usual festivals or exams happened with the youth that I was coaching in communication and presentation. And I don't do that work anymore. Um, but um but I didn't know I was coming to the end of it necessarily. So on the one hand, when this happened, I was bummed, right? I was, like I just said, I didn't know I was coming to the end of it, but I had lived through this sort of cycle for 27 years. And so I was primed for it, right? Um, and there's a certain sort of um, vibe and experience and, and everything that goes with it. So on the other hand, though, I was deeply grateful. And this surprised me. Because, after all, wasn't the opportunity to win 
and therefore validate my and my students' work, the pinnacle of our success. I mean, I looked good. They felt good when that happened, right? It was great for business. And, you know, really, it was pretty common that we would go in and we would succeed. So that was that was what it was about, right? Winning? Wrong. What I don't think I fully realized until quite recently is how that external objective need to win was grinding me to dust. Year after year, it wasn't enough to see the enormous growth and development, the breakthroughs and epiphanies of my coachees as success. Without a win pinned to it, it wasn't sufficient. And to quote my sons, this is upon reflection, whack, like W-A-C-K, that is spelled the way they spell it, with something as profoundly personal as communication and presentation, it's, it's nigh on impossible to please every adjudicator, judge, examiner, audience member in general, right? In fact, every single person, bar the judge, can think, feel, behave, know that one speaker is the most effective, most skilled, most memorable, and yet someone else wins. While the communication is meant for everyone in these situations, only one person held the power to deem the moment winning or not. And that's nuts if you think about it. There are things that you would think, even assume, would be gimmies in the world of speaking, right? Things like um, clarity, so the clearness of your speech, your volume, your projection, so how far your voice travels, the pronunciation, whether it's correct or not, and eye contact. You'd think those would be givens. But again, nope. So some will think hyper-articulation is best. So when I say hyper-articulation, I'm talking about something that is super, super precise and almost sharp. But others are more inclined to a softer sound. Some will have a hard time hearing or they'll hear really well. And the venue can do weird things with a voice. Some will fight, some judges will fight over the pronunciation of words like often versus often, livery and livery, look them up. And some will want eye contact and others will feel that it impedes the audience's ability to imagine. Some spend so much time looking at their judges' notes that they never even notice eye contact. So these and many, many more vagaries haunted my work, right? So the longer I chased others' definitions of, of success in the guise of winning, the more my nerves frayed. Ironically, by the parameters of winning, I've been overwhelmingly successful, but every wor- win led me further into the abyss. Now that things have well and truly ended, a choice that I hinted at, but I made it late last su- this past summer of 2020, I am now experiencing my work on entirely different terms. I am suddenly starkly aware that I've been running on the hamster wheel of winning for far too long. I've stepped off. Well, actually, the wheel came to a sudden halt and flipped me into the atmosphere, but the result is the same. 
I am now looking at the wheel as a bystander. Able as I am to now look at the work I've done and that I continue to do with my coachees or the, the women that I coach, I can see very clearly all these successes. And every person's looks different, by the way. For some, just standing up is a success. For some, simply speaking up is a success. For some, getting work done ahead of time is success. And for some, knocking it out of the park consistently is a success. And frankly, it's not for me to determine. I witness, I guide, I support, but I don't define. So here we stand, all of us, on one side of the abyss, the success side, where there's room for everyone to have their own patch of ground. Looking over at the winning side, where it's a tiny little perch made for one. I think I'll stay on my side of the abyss, thanks. <laughs>